So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. And welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy. If you are new to the podcast, it's great to have you here. Please don't get forget to like, comment, subscribe and review uh, if you can. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, James Breeze, drinking out of a classic kettlebell fever mug. <laughs> That's legendary. old school. Legendary. Legendary. Old school. Yeah. Private strength school. matters. Kettlebell fever. That's what I've got with the company. <laughs> It's where it all began, where it all began. Anyway, that'll be a long podcast if we started talking about that, uh, which we're not going to do. How was your weekend? It was pretty good. I think as the best way to put it, uh, Man United haven't played yet. They played no, so it's so it's been a good weekend for you then. Exactly, so so there's no results yet. I can't cry. Mighty Everton won as well for you. Oh God, just about. Just about, yeah. Finished Cobra Kai, amazing. Love the series. Season four. For people listening to this in the future, what's the new Matrix in the cinema? Mm. It's, it's kind of mm. yeah. That, that's that was your that was your review. It, it was. It, wasn't I, it? I gave it a solid seven out of ten. Which um, it's not bad, is it? It's not bad. It's it's not horrendous, and I'm just giving it for for sentimentality's sake. You know, reminiscing about the past. It just didn't give me the same feeling when I left the cinema as I did when I watched the first one. Like when I left you know, back in 1999, for those listening, when that film came out, I remember leaving the cinema and going, oh my God, this film is epic. I didn't leave with the same feeling, but it was nice to just reminisce and watch some more Matrix stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, this is a health and fitness podcast. Uh, so well, I thought it was the Matrix are, Review podcast. Matrix Review podcast or the football podcast. Or the guitar podcast. Or the guitar my, podcast. My Tenacious, yeah. D, Tenacious D tribute I played for you before. It was wonderful. No, I didn't quite recognise it, but yes, it was wonderful. <laughs> uh, yes, we are a health and fitness podcast, so we better get on with uh, health and fitness stuff, hey? And today we're talking about why health comes first if you are over 30. It certainly does. And uh, hopefully most people listening to this should be over 30. So this will resonate with you. So you talked about this is this is actually uh, going to be the introduction to our new book. Yeah, yeah, it's ended up that way. Like as we were, as I was putting it together and wrote, wrote the, an article over the weekend. Um, so for those who don't know, there's a new book called The Fit Over 30 Method that's coming out in the near future. I say near future, it could be any time really. I've got to finish writing it first. You got to get it. You got to write it first. But yeah, but no. But it. It, it was one of those things where, like, I was, we were trying to work out what the, some of the, some of the opening chapters were going to be, and it is our mantra behind the scenes here is health comes first, and it's such an important concept to grasp, and it's why one of the reasons why we only work with people over thirty because most people under thirty, you know, that was me included back then as well. And me, absolutely, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. The health. They're not in the right headspace. Yeah, not the right headspace. Things in life, life hasn't happened to them yet. I think is yeah. the best way to put it. Uh, they're not ready to uh, think about in health. And it's only when your thirties where it starts to you start to consider mm. it. You talk to people a lot older, then it's more prominent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the older you get, the more it, it, the snowball effect type happens. But if anyone doesn't know me, I think your thirties is the most important decade of your life. It's the most important decade of your life for health, 
wealth and family, I think, in your own relationships. If you think about it, most people in the 30s start to have a family. Job careers start to take off, setting up for long-term financial success. And then because of that, most people neglect their health. Other priorities come into play. Whereas I'm going to argue your health, health is your most important thing and you shouldn't neglect it in your 30s. You need to see it as a retirement fund that you're investing into so you stand you in good stead when you're 50. So you don't wake up in your 50s and 60s, overweight, in pain, wishing you could go back and do the things that you used to do. Absolutely. Well, you start uh, this article telling the, uh, the story of um, your background in training, sports, performance, the police, and how you sort of to try and teach people to, uh, to learn from the lessons and the mistakes that you uh, made. Yeah, I've made loads of them. Everyone makes mistakes. You know, even you've made a mistake once. I've enough. made mistakes. I've made mistakes uh, being friends with you. One nil. Thanks very much. No, but we all we all make mistakes, and I, I've I've come from a performance. It's important to remember. I'm not talking about health in the wishy washy woo woo type of way. Like I come with a performance mindset. Like I've played sports at the highest levels. Is that your hashtag? I come with a performance mindset. Yes. <laughs> I want to be the best. I want to compete. I want to train well. But the one thing I realized through injury throughout my 20s, when I'm going from a kind of a leap to like mediocre, <laughs> I think is the best way to put it, because of health, you know, injuries mostly, when you get your health, you want to keep it. And it's actually yeah. really important. And you never want to be injured, hopefully never be injured again. And you realize the importance of health. And that's only happened in your 30s. And that's the one thing I want to really work on. So health comes first because the secret to longevity in fitness and performance, if even if you want to compete at the highest levels of performance, is having your health in, in a good place first and foremost. Absolutely. You talk about, and I'm going to relate this to, to me, actually, you were, uh, you sort of went into the police already injured, kind of. You'd sort of... Uh, come out of sport working with uh, some good people. Now I did martial arts for many, many, many years as a kid until my early twenties. I was really lucky. I never had one serious injury doing martial arts. I don't know how I managed it. I had the odd uh, bloody nose and lip and, and stuff, but I managed to get through 15, 16 years of martial arts without any, uh, anything serious, no back problems, nothing, but you know, getting smacked on the, uh, on the mats as a kid, you know, you could just bounce back up, but maybe perhaps then, down the line when I started getting aches and pains, that was it was because I got smacked for 15 or 16 years on, on the match. You don't know, do you? No, it could be. Like my, my biggest issues were hamstring tears and pulls. Like yeah. I back then I was always pulling is oh, what's wrong with breathing? Well you were doing problem? cricket and, and football sprinting a lot. Obviously I was on the mat, oh, so it's I was, I was a goalkeeper. Like I was like I mean, I was, Oh sorry. Of course, you, of course you were, of course you were. But yeah, but you'd cricket sprinting. sprinting between the wicks the wickets. Yeah, there was a lot. There was, there was, there was always you know, what's wrong with breezy or breezy hamstring. That was that was kind of like <laughs> yeah, you know, the um, the kind of thing. And it was it's so frustrating. And I I didn't realize it was my core wasn't working properly. It was just like it was just so my body wasn't functioning as one unit. Like yeah. well, of course you wouldn't work. think about that then, would you? No, you wouldn't didn't know. think about it at all. Uh, and then my back actually, I actually slipped the disc in my back going for a jump smash. And I was actually playing. It was actually Wales versus Scotland in badminton when I was 16 years old. I went for a jump smash and slipped my disc, oh, like literally nice. in the middle of the game. Um, <laughs> Great, just mental. Like, that was just happened to be the case. So that was the back issue that always occurred coming on. But again, it could, the underlying factors were strength issues. Actually, <laughs> it was like I didn't know what strength training was back then. I just just played sports. Those things happen. You learn from mistakes. And if those some people have been lucky enough not to be injured 
awesome. For those who have been injured, it's always been a battle sometimes to get back to full fitness and full health. And if you've been off on the sidelines, let's take Phil Jones from Man United. My God, look at his story. He's only just come years. back two years, hasn't he? Two years. Like, oh God. You know, not that I can relate to playing at that highest level like that with he's done, but imagine the, the mindset and the difficulties he's had to go through. And he's going to cherish every single moment of his playing time now, I think. Yeah. Which is a big, big call. But it's just, it's a different way of thinking now, I think. And that's, you know, it's particularly the, the long term and longevity. Like, you always, I just don't want to be injured. So, my training, you know, particularly from the gym, in the, in the gym, is now focused towards making sure that I'm working, not with, there's now a lot of working within your means, but also got training smartly. So I'm not loading as heavy weights on, on my back anymore. Well, yeah. So let's talk about then what to, what we both used to do at the start then. So we're like, as you went into the police, because you talk about, obviously it was all like a bit uh, quite competitive, which I would totally imagine in the police, you know, who can do the the fastest, the longest, the most, the highest, the hardest. And when you, when you train like that, it, uh, it has an impact. And maybe from my martial arts background as well, like, so I've always sort of been like really wanting to train hard. And if I ever did like circuit training and stuff like that, I would pretty much push myself to like vomit, pass out point, always do that. Like that, that's how I thought you were supposed to train when you're younger. I remember having a, before I became a personal trainer, I bought a, a rower. It wasn't a concept here or anything like that, but it was okay. And again, when I went on that rower, I was following something from men's health. I would fall off and almost vomit at the end of it. Because uh, I thought that's what you're supposed that's to do. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it is, it's, it's just fascinating. Like, so, you know, like I think it's health isn't sexy. Like, as, as I try and, again, I'm just, I'm not trying to talk about the whole article exactly, but what I've realized over the years, health isn't sexy. Like it's not sexy. It doesn't sell. The fitness industry does not want you to believe, not to say believe, does not want to sell you the well, health. It as you said, it doesn't, it doesn't sell, does it? That Instagram models and TikTok and all that, they're, they're not selling health because they wouldn't make any money. <laughs> it, it, it does my head in. Like I'm yeah. just watching like some of the things, because obviously we're doing more YouTube videos at the moment. The one, the one thing that drives me insane is I'm watching 21, 22 year olds with 2 million followers telling the secrets of health and fitness. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, uh, it blows my tiny little mind, yeah. right? That this genetic, these genetically gifted, I'm not saying they don't train hard, but there's an element of genetically gifted. <laughs> yeah, but they're also very, they're also young, James. So they've got, they've got time on their side. <laughs> well. Exactly. You know, I'm just like, there's, there's so many different elements. To it. Like it just, it just blows my mind. And anyway, but the point is when you're in your 20s, you focus on aesthetics because that's the key thing. You may think you're talking about health, but in reality, you don't maybe necessarily know what health is yet <laughs> yeah you just want to look get your booty in that booty whatever program they're trying to sell or, or what all the young kids i tell you it's, i tell you it's scary more than anything though is the number of 18 19 20 year old kids getting into steroid use <laughs> mm. so they can fit a certain mold and type to be on instagram yeah i know it's uh it's crazy uh, i've lost my uh lost my train of thought you were talking about how much you hate <laughs> I've digressed completely. No, but the whole, the whole point today was to talk about, you know, one of the biggest ideas and secrets for long-term health. It's not sexy. It's, mm. it's not. That's it. Know. Health, not sexy. There we go. But I, I don't always like saying using fitness as your bank account and like savings account, but in terms of your health, like there's this idea of delayed gratification. And I think it's the most important concept. If you want the secret to long-term health and success, it's people who are able to delay gratification are the ones who are most likely to succeed. Now, what do I mean by that? Exactly. Could you uh, expand on that? Uh, a yeah. Little bit? So like it's, 
you don't save for retirement in one lump sum right at the start. It's a gradual thing because you know, we'd like to think when you know, when you're 60, 70 years old, you've got a big pension pot or a big retirement fund that's going to be there to help you. You don't see the rewards of that when you're 20. You're only going to see the fruits of that labor, the work you put in when you're in your 50s, 60s and 70s. So that's kind of delayed gratification on that sense. In terms of health, little steps you're making to change yourself today, you won't see the fruit of that labor until 12 months down the line. For example, the, the change in your diet, the increase in the number of steps you're walking, the amount of time you're going to the gym each week and training. Like, you're not going to get instant feedback. It's not like, <laughs> I was going to say, like, going to a porn site. <laughs> what? <laughs> what have you been doing this weekend, James? <laughs> yeah, My that, God. That, that, yeah, I no, apologize like, to everyone for that. Exactly, I apologize. <laughs> but it's like, it's, I mean, more in a sense, it's like it's going to like Amazon and you want something ordered and they can deliver the same day. You're well, like, we were talking about that. the world we live in before we started recording. The world we live in today is instant. Now, is, yeah. It's now, 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 isn't it? Binge watch this binge watch that as you say one day one day delivery everyone wants everything now i said something off off air that was really good now i've completely forgotten what it was but right. it, but it is it's like you know the the instantness of today's Netflix, society binge watching society exactly. everyone wants things things right now and it uh and unfortunately oh i know what i said uh with the the humor but we've been like this for millennia and we haven't changed so it doesn't work with fitness unfortunately and i'm not saying you can't get results quick you can but then you will inevitably suffer consequences later on for exactly. it and that's that's the biggest problem if you take 30-day plans 21-day juice cleanses five-day diet plans whatever whatever it is six minute abs or whatever it is yeah. it is yeah it, it, it's all set up for the short term like that is instant gratification okay yeah. whereas if i set we set this, the habits of cooking better going mm. to the gym consistently everything's in moderation consistency Walking, like that's drinking water, going to sleep. It's really sexy, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's, not, it's like water, it's like water, sleep. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's that thing. Mm. But that's the secret to long-term success. The problem is 90% of people, 99% of people don't do that. That's yeah. why they struggle. That's why they constantly struggle on the, on the yo-yo dieting path. And the best way to describe this was the marshmallow experiment. You know, I, I love this experiment because it's so true. Imagine putting some young children in a room, or one at a time, and being left with a mar one single marshmallow on a table. And being told that if you wait and don't eat that marshmallow now, with 15 minutes, you will get a second one as a reward. So you'll have two instead of one. Most people, most of the kids, wait for the researcher to leave the room, and they eat that one marshmallow, not getting a second. Whereas, you know, and the, and the, the people who wait, though, they get a second one, because <laughs> they've waited. But they were few and far between. The point being, though, is, what the researchers did with that study is they went back over the years, over the period of 40 years, to see what impact that had. And the people who experienced delayed gratification had better scores in their exams, SATs, more successful in their careers. Obesity wasn't necessarily an issue. There's so many factors. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, isn't it? The kids who waited for the marshmallow. <laughs> All because they could wait for the marshmallow. But then yeah. the even cooler thing was when they did another follow-up study. Like another set of researchers did it with another twist, and they used positive kind of positive reinforcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Positive and negative reinforcement. <laughs> yeah. So like they use the same thing. They before the marshmallow test, they gave a they promised like some of the kids like a crayon, and they promised them that even more crayons if they completed the task beforehand. One group was 
or got the crayons based on their original promise, and the other one didn't. Now, the ones who... And, and also, they promised him a bigger sticker. One group got the bigger sticker. The other group didn't get a bigger sticker. Exactly. I feel sorry for the other for that group. Exactly. <laughs> but when they went to the marshmallow tests, the ones who had the negative reinforcement of, positive, of, of this behavior were the most likely to eat that marshmallow straight away, whereas the people who were... They got what they delivered, for example. They waited longer because they believed in what the researchers were saying, and they got that second marshmallow. Carry that over to the fitness industry. Most people are disillusioned. They're burnt out because they get promised the world all the time and they get delivered nothing. They don't achieve results. They keep doing this in this hamster wheel of death, of fitness death. Well, the problem is that they'll achieve some result and they might achieve some results in the short term and then they'll get injured or or ill or some or they'll gain back the weight or or whatever it is and then they'll start the cycle again exactly. and again and so again it becomes this and that's negative the issue. reinforcement yeah. so this negative reinforcement causes this this top, the topic of delayed gratification to be put to the side they don't want delayed gratification because they don't believe it anymore they haven't got the same belief system they haven't got the same what's the word i'm trying to, I'm trying to make a good word the same they just don't faith, believe in it faith Faith, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Faith in what's going to happen. So the idea is if you want to be secret in long-term health and fitness success, delayed gratification is the biggest skill that you need, the quality and skill that you need to develop. I implore you to start thinking about this. Think about decisions you make. Are you going to cut your gym workout early or are you going to finish the whole workout? Are you going to wait for the marshmallow to have two? <laughs> Or instead of thinking, you know, it's it's those sort of concepts that you got to think about because, and investing in your health now, whatever you do, I'm not saying you need to spend money. I'm saying about walking, sleeping better. Mm. It'll have a carryover effect when you're late later on in years. Yeah, because the biggest thing, biggest regret that most people say in their fifties and sixties, why didn't I start doing this sooner? We hear that time and time again. So you're investing in your health in your thirties, just like you are for your wealth and your family. So when you get to your 50s, you can start to enjoy the fruits of your labor and enjoy everything life has to offer in the best, healthiest, fittest shape of your life. Yeah, exactly. You've got to start thinking uh, long-term, not short-term fixes. Months, years, years and years. And that's a mindset shift. Exactly. And people don't know any different because the marketing industries are trying to push you these these fast, rapid weight loss solutions, right? Well, exactly. The the whole... What, well, part of what you said in the article is how much you love slash hate the fitness industry, and that's the that's the hate part because we're sold lies and crap, aren't we? Unfortunately, all the time, which which you know ruins our faith in the industry and the experts. I always say this: there is a whole heap of really bad coaches and trainers out there, right? That really is. But on the flip side, there's some really awesome coaches and trainers out there too. The part the sad thing is that the negative ones offset the good ones a lot of the time. It's about finding what's right, finding the right people for you that you can actually start to trust. And the trust starts building relationships with people to move them forward. So deep, dark and meaningful today. It was good. Yeah, hopefully uh, that helped uh, That helped some people out there. Look for the long term, change change of mindset. Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification, absolutely. You learn more about the book. And uh, yeah, well, <laughs> delay, delay gratification. Wait for that book. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got to you got to get writing, mate. We'll sign off this podcast. Crack on, crack on with that. Exactly. But hey, guys, honestly, in all, in all fairness, like if you if anyone's out there struggling with their health and fitness and don't know where to start or how to go, if you want to book a call in with us, just to find out if we can potentially help you, we'd love to maybe help you, or just give you a nudge in the right direction of where where you may want to start. Just go to strengthmatters.com forward slash call. 
we're more than happy to book in and speak to you to see if we can help you or if we can't help you we can push you in the right direction to get you started on the right plan and get your health in order which will ultimately lead to performance later down the line uh, exactly and all sorts of free downloads on the website uh, to help you out as well uh, thank you very much james it's been a pleasure likewise can't believe i said that to you good luck to my united tonight uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening until next time want more fitness secrets want to see the very best that strength matters has to offer if so then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action together we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success start your free seven-day coaching experience today visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started